The current spoiler warning level is, Cerulean. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Cerulean. That's right, this one's clear as a Cerulean sky. You got no spoilers really to be found on this one because we're talking about a machine and some variants and also its uh, successor suit from Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Now, I will note, uh, we talk about some machines from uh, manga. Those aren't spoilery. It's fine. Um, but we also uh, say at the beginning, we're going to be talking about another machine. We say, hey, we're also going to talk about the Noble Gundam. Uh, and then this episode went long and we didn't talk about the Noble Gundam. But uh, yeah, no spoilers, just a good time. Please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to Mechanista NG. We're here to talk about robots, the Hathaway pilots. I'm wait, Six Wait, wait, wait. Are we? I, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, I was like, I was like, have you decided on a special ahead of time? <laughs> I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't do that one. At least not for our first episode, because that'd be a spoiler episode. We can't yeah. release. We might record a second one. Well, uh, we should wait until the, the first episode of the OVA is out. I think. Well, and, and even then, it's like. We we, we try and make one. you know sometimes yeah. sometimes we record you know two episodes a week but we always record one non-spoiler one first so we know we have something we can put out and people can listen to yeah it would really be lame to do only one episode and have it be something something that, that some people wouldn't want to listen to until GGP gets to it in like seven years or whatever <laughs> right that'd be a, that'd be a yeah real bummer. yeah that's true oh yeah I just I sorry I got caught off guard by that intro anyway hi I'm Dylan. You know me. I mean, you didn't get. You almost got more caught off guard than the time I accidentally did the Oopsal anime intro. I thought that that was a bit. I really thought it was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, like this one. I didn't think was a bit. This one, I just was like, oh, oh, okay, we're doing a special one again. Okay. Um. Mm -hmm. All right. So it, since we're not doing a special one, I assume you have dice. I do. I do. All right. Let's go for it. So, let's get Zeta okay. again. See. I mean, odds are decent. Yeah. yeah. Look. Talking about Zeta's fun. There's a lot of It scenes. is. I agree with you. However, we're not doing that today. What are we doing today? It's time to make some more progress on Future Century. Okay, yeah. I'm going to roll this D4 twice, and we will talk about two of the suits, because that's two the only these, way we can stay sane. Two of these Future Century suits. Okay, let's see. What do we get? What do we get? Okay, we get the Shining Gundam. Okay, that's and... not a bad one. And you know what? I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna roll again. We should do Shining and Noble at the same time. Yeah, we'll do Shining and Noble. That works. Yeah. Because I mean, we I could roll and we could talk about Rose, but like, there's a lot of shared design elements between Shining and Noble. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. This will. This will. This works out. I think. And then, mm -hmm. what do we have left after this? Like Shuffle Alliance. Like two more Shuffle. We Alliance? have. Uh, we have Rose and Spiegel. Those are the only two left on our list. Okay. We did Bolt. I couldn't even remember that we did Bolt. No, we didn't have Bolt on the list, and it's like it's it's one of those cases where like we could add more. Well, no, we what we should do, to. what we should do is next time we'll cover Rose and Bolt, and then we'll have all of the uh, Shuffle Alliance covered, and then we can, I guess, we'll just have Spiegel on there as our as our last one. Okay, all right. I'm Either way, though, so Shining Gundam, the GF thirteen zero seventeen NJ Shining Gundam, uh, is a mobile fighter. Uh, the first one, uh, well, the first major one of uh, 
mobile fighter G Gundam. Uh, so the Shining Gundam is piloted by Domo and Kashu. Uh, this is a suit before the Burning Gundam, uh, or God Gundam, uh, you know, either way. Shining Gundam did Which not one? have its name changed. Um, mm-hmm. So, th- you know, this one is uh, Neo Japan mobile suit. It is, you know, this is, uh, how would I describe this? So, basically, this is just a fast melee suit. And I know that, yes, a lot of suits in G Gundam are fast melee suits. Um, so, the whole thing with the Shining Gundam is, let's start with the design first. So, um, you start with the head, you have this uh, V-fin, along with a lot of extra yellow parts that are swept back, and those will come into play later, uh, with a, you know, you have, like, your standard Gundam mohawk, you have your Gundam face, it's got the two vents, it's got two eyes, it's got cheek vents, it does have a line going down the middle. Again, we will speak of it later. Um, it is... It is kind of funny, though, like, it's just the art here, but the way these eyes are drawn, it looks like someone was building the kit and didn't put the sticker, sticker on, on quite no right. Sticker on the line, yeah. <laughs> um, that, I feel like that happens a lot with, like, 90s and aughts Okawara art a lot, uh, is, like, like, you know, way future stuff. Uh, in Build Fighters, some of the art he drew, like, the heads can look really funny, even though the designs are fine in animation. Uh, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so moving down, we've got... Your standard 90s era Gundam chest, but I guess this is your first example of this, where you have the green jewel on the chest, much like the Wing Gundam, and kind of like even the Gundam X has like its, you know, little green uh, receiver for the uh, satellite cannon and all that. For for the record, the Gundam X's version is the one that looks the best. It is, by and far. Well, because it has, it feels like it has like actual function, and it like looks interesting, whereas on mm-hmm. this and on the Wing Gundam, it's just like, you have a circle. Yeah, you got you went into your arts and crafts kit and you glued a little green button on it. Yep. Uh, instead of chest vents, I mean, you kind of have them. You have two yellow areas with like, you know, those are probably vents. They have little scoops. Uh, and you you do have torso Vulcans to go with the head Vulcans. You can see them mm-hmm. on the collar. So Wing Gundam wasn't the first to do that. That was the Shining. Um, you move to these shoulders. You have these huge shoulders that have an obvious segment in them. Uh. Especially if you look at the way, like, the white armor is on the bottom. You, you can tell these are going to open up. Spoiler alert. Um, you, you move down to the arms. You've got... Instead of... So, there's no real armaments for this thing, but you do have shields on either arm. Um, and these shields... I, I mean, they're fine. They're just two little blue thingies. Little bracers there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, move down to the waist. Oh, something I should note. There's a lot of heavy lines on this design. You see it on the torso. You see it on the head. Uh, and the arms, and now especially on the skirt armor, you've got two large black lines going through them. Lots of really heavy lining going on with this design. Um, yeah, it looks almost like Sharpie. It's so thick. I do like, okay, so uh, for an element I do like, if you look at the side skirts, you do have beam sabers on the side skirt. Um, I, I just, I do think the beam sabers are kind of cool, especially because uh, it has a long one and a short one, and they're both on the same mm-hmm. side. I just think that's kind of a neat setup. I mean, it's, you know, it's reflecting, you know, it's the Neo-Japan suit. It's very much, you know, like uh, Katana Wakazashi setup. Yep. Um, but yeah, other than that, again, very standard skirt. You've got, you know, crotch with the red piece on it. No V because there's no federation here. Um, you go you go down. Uh, the thighs, again, really heavy line. Uh, they're, you know, very nondescript other than they have a heavy line going through them. Uh, pretty standard knees with uh, some pop-out uh thrusters on either side so of course you wouldn't know what that's what they do until we get to the super mode uh 
some big ankle armor, again, large black sections of lines on both the front and on the sides of these. And then mm-hmm. some, now, funnily enough, some surprisingly detailed and interesting feet designs for a Gundam, because it's got, like, these cool little, like, for- forward-facing, like, open areas. I actually think that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Oh, and then the backpack, uh, this thing, much like all the other G Gundam suits, has, you know, the little core, what is it called, a booster? I core think? Lander? Or core Lander, right. Uh, core Lander, uh, so it's it's got, like, a little jet car plugged into the back of it with a relatively low-key backpack, mm-hmm. in comparison to something like the uh, God Gundam. Uh, then, this thing, so, we mentioned it, it has a super mode. If you didn't guess by some of the very obvious bits of armor on it. Uh, and when it goes super mode, the face opens up, revealing a, like, a red mask underneath the, uh, the Gundam face. All the yellow around the head pops forward. Um, I'm wondering if that's, I'm trying to figure out what kind of motif that is. Because uh, to me it looks, you know, like, a, like an attempt at a very bad lion mane, which we, we are very familiar with in Gundam. Uh, I mean, it's it's it seems like it's closer to like a traditional Japanese like warrior helmet. You've got like the the red like uh, oh, mouth guard. You've got I didn't the notice popping that. Out little panels. The, that are sort of like the yeah the yeah. the faces, the cheek guards and stuff. Okay, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so that's what that's supposed to be. Is just samurai helmet. The, overlooking the completely obvious, given that you know Gundam helmets <laughs> are already kind of designed like that. I didn't even know think about that though. With the, how the face opens, it's like you know those uh curved cheek guards that. A lot of Japanese armor have for helmets. Didn't even think about that mm-hmm. shit. Um, and then, yeah, I guess the rest of it's just more decoration. Um, the shoulders uh, pop upward, and you get these, you know, big like. Now, in the art, they're gray for on the website, though. Uh, they're usually depicted as you know, glowing uh, gold on the inside, mm-hmm. at least. Um, the bracers pop out uh, just because. Oh, shit, no, the bracers do have thrusters on the back of them. Uh, and beam guns in them. Oh, do they have beam guns? I can't even remember. Oh, right, yep. yeah, because he does do, like, the, uh, what is it, the shiny, yeah, shining shot is what that is. I was like, right, I play Gundam Versus, I remember this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then you go down to the legs, and those pop-up thrusters I talked about are fully open. And, you know, that's it. Uh, that's it, super mode. Um, so... Uh, the Shining Gundam's armaments include the beam swords we talked about, it has the Vulcans on the head, it has machine cannons on the torso. Why head Vulcans? Why does a mobile fighter need head Vulcans? I mean, you know... <sighs> See, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. It says, know. It, says, it, says, it says the restrict enemy movement and all that, but I'm like, hmm? Why do you have head Vulcans? You don't need I those. could come up with elaborate excuses, but I don't think there's a very good reason. I think it's because Gundams have head Vulcans. I mean, I could come up with, like, a, you know, what if you're having a, a Gundam fight and, like, someone from a different country tries to, like, send a helicopter to scout you and learn your moves and you need to shoot it down? I can come up with some really, like, ridiculously specific scenarios, I, but... I just feel like a Vulcan <laughs> is useless in the setting of G-Gundam. Yeah, uh, pretty much. And then you have the machine cannons on the chest. Those... Those make a little bit more sense to me, just given their names. Uh, it's like, okay, these are slightly higher caliber. You'd probably do something with these. These actually fulfill the same role that the Vulcans are saying they would do, basically, to me. Um, mm-hmm. You have the shining shots in the arms, which uh, I don't even remember using those in the show. Uh, but I know in games it usually just shoots a big green ball. Um, 
I guess it also has a smoke grenade. Don't even remember that either. Oh, I see it. I see it. It's used against the Nero's at the very first episode, I guess. Uh, if that's the Nero's Gundam fight that uses that. Okay. Uh, and then, um... Other than that, you just have its special attacks. Uh, so we should mention the super mode. Um, the super mode is basically, okay, Domon gets really mad. All the panels pop open. And he, you know, is able to, you know, use the super mode uh, to do various, you know, finishers. So, of course, the most famous one, and a pretty cool one, I'll admit, uh, for all my dislike of G Gundam, the Shining Finger. Uh, this is where you get this cool close-up of the hand as it begins glowing green and the fingers outstretch as the Shining Gundam will approach the enemy, grabbing for the uh, enemy's head, because as we all know, uh, it, it, I, I can't remember the exact rule. Shoot. What is it? It's... Well, the rule is basically if your if your head is destroyed, you lost the fight. Oh, I know, but Domon has a way of saying it that's always entertaining because he always says it the exact same way. Cause he he feels like he's just reading out of the rule book like PDF that he has popped up in, on his monitor in front of him. <laughs> mm. Um, it's like a Gundam that has no head cannot continue to fight or something. But either way, uh, the Shining Finger will typically grab an opponent's head, you know, crush it throw it, etc., and then get rid of it. Um, he does use it a couple other times as well. Um, like, you know, just like, as an offensive, I make my hand powerful thing. But generally, mm -hmm. it's used for head grabby, and it does look pretty cool. I do like it. It's actually a pretty cool technique uh, in terms of how it looks. I feel like I would just underhand it and do chest grabby, though. Yeah. I mean, he does do that, <laughs> right? With the, uh, with the god gundam that's like when he does heat uh, ends and stuff no uh, that's true that's true yeah um you've also got uh the shining finger sword uh which is basically what if we uh what if i grab my saber and charge my like finger energy through the sabers uh and then it makes the sabers really big mm-hmm um that's pretty much it. It's just that he gets a hyper beam saber. Um, while he's doing this, uh, it's a big beam saber. So the shining Gundam is don't both... forget. Don't forget true super mode. Oh right, yes, you have the true super mode. This is when it's actually like, you know, similar to a lot of the other Shuffle Alliance suits. Uh, it just goes fully golden. This is when Domo Domon reaches. Uh, to I believe they even call it this here, a uh, serene mind right yeah inner yeah. peace right you know he's just like okay i'm not i'm not mad anymore you get I'm the cool Zen. water droplet effect and then yeah it, mm -hmm. the, the gundam goes super saiyan um it's pretty cool the explodes and god damn it <laughs> you can't make that reference that. you can't make that reference you have to you have that. to bleep that yeah <laughs> can't make that reference anyway um <laughs> damn it though. i uh f friends and folks i made a reference about a future super mode that most people don't like also fucking deciding to do psychic damage to me uh in real time as for that's my real purpose yeah yeah um but yes anyway the so the shining gundam uh right okay so we've covered all the special attacks um okay um, the Shining Gundam is kind of the er example of just how I feel about mobile suits in general, right? Like, in, uh, G Gundam. It mobile is, fighters, please. Mobile fighters, sorry. 
it is a machine with some cool finishing moves that like kind of works in the tournament setting has you know a super move that is based around disqualifying the opponent um you know it's got a couple of cool tools on it but i mean that's kind of it right it's like I'm trying to think of what else to talk mm-hmm. about it. Uh, you know, I mean, I like I like what the head does for the super mode, but otherwise, I don't even like the super mode very much. No, like I think it's a little bit more exciting uh, that the head opens up uh, than like you know the God Gundams, like you know I just have my backpack open up thing, mm-hmm. um, and the chest uh, pop open. I think I think the head is pretty cool, but other than that, I mean, it's a Gundam that has beam sabers, some Vulcans, and a super mode, and. I know that, yes, sometimes we review UC suits that are just a beam saber, a, a, a gun, and uh, Vulcans, and etc. There's not a lot of implications to talk about, I feel, with the Shining Gundam, though, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, you have the Shining Gundam. This is, this is what makes talking about the show difficult, because it's like, I'm trying to think of what else I could talk about. There's not really, well, like, design implications of the Shining Gundam, other than in the other suit we're going to talk about, in a way. Well, we're going to talk about more than one suit, because there are variants to talk about. Um, I mean, just touching well, on them real quick, there's the Shining Gundam urban type, which, for some reason, they made uh, a Shining yes, Gundam for a Shining Gundam fighting. that is uh, painted for urban combat. So it's just painted, like, I guess white like a building, but it still has the green jewel and, like, some random red on it. I don't know what... The, I'm assuming this is from one of those manga. It's, it doesn't make any sense because the Shining Gundam is like the pinnacle of a machine that was designed around the rules of the Gundam fight, and in a real fight doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, like um, it doesn't have it doesn't have rain. It, this is something that is made for fighting in an arena against mm-hmm. you know another opponent that is going to be fighting in the way that you know it, it, it's going to. And then also, I mean, like Shining Finger, it's it's like strongest technique is exploiting the rules of the Gundam fight. In a real fight, if you crush a mobile suit's head, I mean, that's unfortunate, but then they'll just... I've only lost my main camera, I say, as I I then shoot into the uh, Shining Gundam. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, Um, no. We've also got the uh, the Shading Gundam. Yes, this one is from uh, one of the uh, manga series. Uh, This is, uh, I believe... Yes, this is the Imagawa one. Uh... The Shading Gundam. Uh, I do like that name. It's just an evil Shining Gundam. It does have a slightly different head. Like, it doesn't have, like, the splint in it. Uh, some of its features are toned down. I'm assuming this doesn't have a transformation is why. Like It e- doesn't have a transformation. It also doesn't have a pilot. Oh, okay. Is this just a... Uh, what is this it's an AI. Oh, it's an AI. Oh, that's why it's evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it, it actually just replaces the Phantoma from the series. Okay. It's... Instead of doing the Phantoma arc, they literally just have... Oh, I say arc. Episode. Uh, they have the Shading Gundam for that section. Okay. Uh, and then we have... Uh, a, a, a ver- Like, not a variant. That's not a fair way to... But, like, we have a suit that we can actually talk a little bit about, which is the JMF-1336R Rising Gundam, which is the sister suit. Now, the Rising Gundam is cooler. Um, so, let's talk about the Rising Gundam. Right. Okay. So, the Rising Gundam... Uh, was uh designed for actual warfare uh so it does have a little bit of differences um it's still very silly because it's still a g gundam suit but all right so uh starting with the design you have a head that still pretty standard gundam head i do like the lack of vents i like when 
you do little things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. The chest also, very similar to the Shining Gundam's chest, it's basically like an inverted color scheme version of it. Or, not inverted, but, you know. Uh, yeah. The red where the blue is, and the blue where the red is. Um, you get really cool shoulders. I love these, uh, the huge shoulders. Um, and the reason they're huge like this is because they can actually become a shield, because you can tell that there's a layer of uh, shoulders and then shoulders. Um, mm-hmm. And then when you have the sh- the shield built out of the upper layer of the shoulders, the lower layer looks like, you know, again, like another, you know, Japanese, like, history thing. It looks like, like, old, sh- like, samurai shoulder armor. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, the same kind of thing that is going on on the Shining Gundam, like, you know, underneath it when it's in its uh, super mode. Uh, just It's just out. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does look like the, uh, oh, I forgot what those are called. But, yeah, the big, the pauldrons that are usually, like, you know, the layered sections like that. Um, then you move down, standard arms, uh, nothing exciting there. The waist is basically, again, the Shining Gundam waist, but the blue is red and the red is, well, there's no red. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, no beam sabers, though. I, I, and I do like on the arms, I do like that there's the, like, the mount for the shield that's always there. Mm-hmm. That feels like, that feels like the kind of, like, almost technical detail that you don't usually see well, on these designs. It's not just the mount, though, too, because also, that's where it's, uh, beam bow. Oh, right. Yes. Yes, it's cool ranged weapon. But, uh, and then for the legs, same thing. You move down. These are just the Shining Gundam legs, but we have made the red blue. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it. so the Rising Gundam has, for its armaments, still has the Vulcans, still has the machine cannons. Um, so it, do, it does actually have a melee weapon that isn't uh, just a beam saber. It has a heat naginata, which is cool as hell to me. Because yeah. I like pole arms. I like pole arms on robots. This is actually really cool to me. Um, the the Naginata though uh, can be used both offensively and defensively because it's a pole arm. You can spin it. It's on a robot. Um, then you have so the rising shield uh, can pop onto the arm when necessary. However, you cannot fire the bow when the shield is on. Uh, so when it's in its mobility mode, that's kind of its melee mode, right? Because mm-hmm. pops the shoulders off, uh, lets out some energy, and then is able to move, like you know move faster. And so it's like, okay, this is when it's using its uh, close combat. Whereas when it's all armored up, that's when it can attack from far away using its beam bow, which is very you know very silly, but at least it has a cool beam weapon. Mm-hmm. And I do I do like it, like especially because it literally pops it down, has some energy strings appear pulls back on them while, like, firing the bolt. It's really cool. Or the arrow, quote-unquote. It's really cool. Uh, I, it, I actually this, dig it. Yeah, this is, to me, like, the kind of, like, the philosophy of G Gundam design kind of at its best to me, where you have something that, like, doesn't necessarily make sense, but at least, like, thematically, aesthetically, and even to a degree, technically, there's something to dig into, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and the bow, so the bow is pretty cool. Um, this is also used for its quote-unquote finishing technique, uh, which is, you know, just a super rising arrow, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it also can do a rising finger, um, though that is typically used to, uh, as it, it basically fires the energy out rather than, um, you know, using it as a melee weapon, which again makes sense, though. If this is designed for, like, actual warfare... It does make kind of sense that, okay, we're going to focus more on ranged weapons instead of all these, like, melee weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have one melee weapon, and it's a long melee weapon, which is, that's yeah. good. 
Um, I mean, here's here's the thing: spears win wars. Yes. <laughs> also, also, pole arms are fucking cool. Um, and then it does mention this here, and I guess I should mention it because I have played games where this is the case. So obviously, when you're playing a video game uh, that features like rain and domon and stuff, when Sometimes they'll just give the god Gundam Sekihaba above Tenkyoken, and I guess the implication is Rain is just hanging out there. But if she has her own unit, why not make the Rising Gundam and the Shining Gundam do basically the same kind of, like, dance that Rain and Domon do at the end of the show? Which is pretty cool. Cool moment. Uh, I do think the Sekihaba love love Tenkyoken is pretty rad. Uh, and what if you had the Rising Gundam and the god Gundam doing that together, and then throwing that into an enemy? That's pretty fucking cool, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's cooler seeing the robots do it than the people, even. IMO. Just because. I do like the Sekiha Love Love Tank Yoken. It's just, look, they fired the Burger King at the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. The King it's of Hearts, just... I'm sorry. No, this is the Burger King. You were right. <laughs> um, my, my favorite Burger King spinoff game from for the, for the Xbox 360 that I could pick up for ordering some chicken fries. Uh, Mobile Fighter G Gundam. <laughs> Do you know what his name is? Do you know what the Burger King's name is? Wait. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Does the Burger King have a name in G Gundam? As in, like, that bur- the, the, the King of Hearts. Does he have a name? Oh, I don't know if he does. I'm talking about the real Burger oh, King, like it. the Sneak King. He has a name. Uh, what is his name? Inform me. Okay, I'm, I'm not joking. His name is Kurger Bing. Okay, let's continue talking about him. <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with this right now. I'm not equipped for this. Um, uh, Alright. So, Rising Gundam. The Rising is pretty cool. Uh, I guess we could also mention that both of these designs are developed from uh, U- Uluve Ishikawa's uh, Gundam from, the, from one of the prior uh, Gundam fights, the uh, 12th one. Uh, his is, um, eh, nondescript. We have no information about it. We have a colored picture of it. It has theme sabers on the waist. Uh, that's about all I can say. Seems to have a fair bit of armor. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to have the exact same legs, you know, other than the cool part. All right. So that's But Okay. Wait, wait, wait. But we can go, we... (laughs) We can, we can go, go deeper. further. We can talk about the Yamato Gundam. Okay, well, you know what? There is information on this, because this was in the Seventh Fight book, which is about, obviously, the Seventh Gundam fight. This is a comic bonbon one, which means it's going to have weird-looking fucking designs in it, because that's just how comic bonbon rolls. I mean, I think the Yamato Gundam looks pretty dope. It's, you know what, though? It, it is. <laughs> it is the thing. Um, this one's actually surprisingly all right. So, looking at the design, um, we've got a really weird... So, the Gundam head is just always in samurai mode, right? Like, it has cheek guards built in. It has a dual V-fin. It's got uh, a cool red, like, jewel right below a double mohawk setup with cameras. It's also got a red, like, like nose bridge. It kind of looks like the Shonen, like, band-aid across the nose. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, sometimes the Gundams have, like, the red under the eyes, but it's much bigger on this, Mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, you go down to the torso, still have that damn green jewel, but you've got large vents on either side, um, and I, I like the shape of this, actually, this weird roundness. 
And also, you have giant collars extending over the shoulder, which is cool. Because mm -hmm. it's got armor on the torso that extends over the arms, uh, which I think is cool. And then you've got really cool-looking uh, shoulders. Uh, you have thrusters on the front side, thrusters on the inside. Um, as you move down the arm, uh, it does have arm shields as well. It looks like they could flap, like they can move a little. Uh, they do mm -hmm. have some like rotation there. They're on like a swivel. Uh, but they they are reminiscent of you know like the Shining Gundam's bracers. Um, the waist armor is also pretty cool because you've got like I, I like how ornate this suit is. Like the color blocking feels more neat to me because like mm -hmm. the skirt armor has like these like red lines with like little gold circles that look almost like you know like gold bolts going through them. Yeah, it's uh, got like ornamental trim. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, the beam sabers, same thing. You've got a gray beam saber with a white tip where the blade comes out, and then a yellow like little pommel at the mm -hmm. bottom, which I think is a cool look. Um, you know, uh, you go down to the lower legs. Again, you've got this cool like red and gold uh, little like ornamental section on like the knees, which is pretty neat. Um, still has like the little side thrusters similar to the uh, um, the Shining Gundam. Uh, the heel armor is also pretty cool because you've got this black and gold. Like it's got the big black stripe, like the heel armor on the uh, or the ankle armor on the um, Shining Gundam, but it's just it's black and gold, which looks cool. Um, and you still got like the verniers on the feet. Uh, it's actually, you know what? This is a pretty cool design. Actually, the more I look at it, I it's hate a, how much it's I like good. it. Good, yeah. This is a pretty cool design. Uh, so uh, it, for its weapons, you know, it has the Vulcans, it has the beam sword, as mentioned. Uh, its ultimate attacks are Chokyo Hao Rai Gekidan. Uh, sorry for butchering my Japanese, even though I did take it for two years. Um, it's it's a corkscrew punch used to fight Neo America's uh, Gundam, the Gundam Freedom. Though we will, God, maybe maybe we'll just add like all the other Seventh Gundam things because I don't think we talked about any of the other Seventh Gundam like counterparts. No, we'll, wow, look we'll at just this put them thing. As the, why does the manga get, like, all the... They're still silly, right, in, like, similar ways, but these are kind of fun, because, like, the Freedom has, like, car parts on its one shoulder, like a customized car. Anyway, all right, um, real quick. It's got, so, it's got like, spurs on its hands. I mean, yeah, we'll... One we'll, of these we'll, days. We'll, we'll put that on the list, actually. We'll put, like, just all the 7th Gundam stuff uh, besides the Yamato. Um, you have the Chokyu Hao Nichi Rindan. Uh, which is its signature move. Uh, so, yep, charges energy in the hand, launches it as an energy ball. Just it's throws... a yeah, it throws it throws a Hadoken. Yep, uh, it does have the Shakunetsu Sunshine Finger or Scorching Sunshine Finger, which good name. Um, I'm it's glad the we precursor have... to the Shining Finger. Yeah, or the Erupting Burning Finger. Um, yeah, you've got uh, it, it concentrates the energy into the hand, and instead of shooting it, just grabs them or hits them with it. Mm -hmm. It can do the Sekiha Tenkyoken because Shuji has training at the Guyana Highlands. Is this just like we retold? Is this just wait? Hold on. Well, here's the thing, right? I think that may be the case, but this might be an instance where I'm okay with it, right? Like a lot of times you do these sort of things where it's like, oh, it turns out all this stuff it was invented before. But if you're if the if the moral of this is Domon Kashu invented nothing, I'm okay with that. Also. Should know that the pilot is Master Asia. Shuji Wait, Kurosu, excuse me? Shuji, Shuji Kurosu is Master Asia. Oh shit! 
Okay, so that explains. Rules. Okay, that explains. I was like, wait, did some other Neo Japanese fighter go and train in the Guyana Highlands and just learn the Sekiha Tenkyo? Now this makes sense. Uh, it also has the Sun. Oh, this is actually an original attack used in uh, by the uh, Extreme Gundam pilot. So this is in a way later manga called Exa, which is like it's for Gundam Extreme versus like it's based on the characters in that, and it's just like a lot of really silly things. I was like. Wait, tactical arms. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> this this is just uh it uh combines uh the both the Yamato's beam swords uh to make a large beam sword. Oh, it does. It pulls an Uso. Okay, sure. Yeah, it just does the shining finger sword. But I do like that it's a reference to another future mobile suit. Um, but yeah. So yeah, uh, the Yamato Gundam. I, I'm gonna say if we're going for like you know the problematic regional Gundams, this one's fucking cool. I like it's, it. It's really sick, honestly. I I like this design a lot. Um, and I guess now we can talk about the other one I'm excited to talk about, because this one I like. Uh, we have the uh, a semi-related unit to the shiny, in a way. We have the GF-13-050 NSW Nobel Gundam, or Noble Gundam in the English dub. Wait, are we not going to talk about the God Gundam? Did we? Didn't we already have a God Gundam episode? No. Oh, we haven't? Fuck. Well, okay. Fuck it. We're talking about the God Gundam 2 then, and then we'll talk about the <laughs> I'm sorry. I completely spaced. I I thought we had a God Gundam episode. We had a we had a Master Gundam episode. We did not have a God Gundam episode. Oh, God. Okay. I just... I'm purposely erasing things from my brain. Uh, Alright. Well, uh, GF-13-017 NJ-2 God Gundam. So this is the direct upgrade to the Shining Gundam. That Domo pilots in the latter sections of the show. Uh, the God Gundam. Now, uh, so starting with the head, uh, you have the double mohawk, similar to the Yamato Gundam, actually, uh, along with two sets of E-fins. I do, I do like that. It's basically like you have the big mohawk, and then like someone like copied it and then shrunk it and put it on top of itself. We put a mohawk on your mohawk. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You've got four Vulcans in the head. Uh. Because more Vulcans. Uh. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, the head otherwise is pretty standard Gundam head. You've got, you know, like, cheek bent areas, you've got the large red chin, you've got, you know, two eyes set up on a face that has two vents. Um, move to the torso, you've got, uh, a very re- more classical Gundam in some ways kind of torso, right? Like, you've got the yellow chest vents that are, like, the classical styles of vents rather than just being big holes. Uh, it does have collar machine cannons. Has a obvious cockpit area, but that's actually not how the cockpit plugs in because the cockpit plugs into the back. What's actually going to open up there is something for the super mode because, of course, this has a super mode. Or, sorry, a hyper mode. Um, it actually, this chest seems almost like Victory-esque to me. Like V2, I guess, specifically. I could see it. I could definitely see, like, a Victory thing going on. Uh, also, like, the roundness of it reminds me of, like, the Sazabi chest, actually. Mm, sure. Um, especially, like, with that, like, having that second section on the top. Like, where, where, where that's in yellow there. Um, but uh, then you move to the shoulders, you have these large, large shoulders. Uh, again, thick black line going through them with some thrusters pointing down. As you go to the arms, the bracers have been replaced by some pretty cool claw-like attachments. Um, mm-hmm. That, uh, when it does its, you know, burning finger, basically pop down as, like, weird knuckle guards. The and I god do like slashers. These. I do like these, actually. They're pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. The hand pop, like that hand cover, it basically slides down and then the claws pop up. So it's like 
the hand is now guarded and it also has claws at the edge. It's kind of cool. Um, really weird skirt armor. Like, it's really long going downward. Um, you've got a beam saber on either side. Uh, you've got otherwise pretty standard Gundam legs. Some, you know, Okawara triangles on the knees there that remind me of, like, a lot of his, like, late UC designs. Mm-hmm. Um, then... You know, you've got some ankle armor, some feet. The legs and the ankle armor and stuff are actually also very victory reminiscent. Uh, now that yeah. I look at them, because they're so rounded at the bottom. It's mm. actually, it's funny because this is this is an Okawara design, but it does remind me more of like a victory Gundam, which is you know Katoki design. Uh, interesting with that, like the details on the legs there. Um, this has a hyper mode. Hyper mode is much more simple compared to the uh, uh, the. Um, the other one shining gun disappointingly so uh so for this version um when it goes into hyper mode the chest will pop open revealing a you know chest jewel uh the uh it is the energy multiplier and sometimes you'll get the king of hearts crest you know forming on it uh the backpack opens up to make a you know like rather large like I assume it's supposed to be, like, a sun, right? Because, like, it's got this big circle around it. Whenever it's, like, doing its thing, it just turns into, you know... You got yeah. the six wings and you got a big circle. Uh, and then, uh, other than that, I, I think the arm armor still only pops down during, like, the actual, like, you know... The attack, finger. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, it's, I think that's it. Just the back and the chest pop open. And sometimes it turns fully gold. When it's, like, the proper hyper mode. Mm-hmm. And when they want um, it to look bad. Yes, because I I'm never a fan of the Gundams going all gold. No. Not um. Good. So, uh, for weapons we have Vulcans in the head, which actually has two pairs. You have the machine cannons on the chest. The machine cannons on the chest are even more wing reminiscent because these actually pop open like the covers do. Like it looks like there's only one barrel sticking out, like in the art. That's because they're actually multi-barrel though. These pop up, and there's a whole big machine cannon. Which is kind of funny. So I guess um, the the impression I got is that they could probably fire them without opening it up if it was at a reduced firing rate. But then if you need to go all out, it'll open up and turn into the full you know Gatling experience. That makes sense. That's just that's just a guess though. There's there's not really much evidence to support that. Oh yeah, but I mean, also why just have like one barrel stick out, like one barrel misaligned to the other? Like it's mm-hmm. a weird it's a weird look, but um. Then you have uh, the beam swords. Uh, with these, it is able to do its god slash. I, guess, I think that's more of an ultimate attack still. I guess not. Uh, basically, uh, when it when it when it does its hyper mode, uh, it can do god slashes with the beam saber, which are basically. The, uh, it mentions here that the saber gets really long, though most of the time I see it depicted as basically I fire an energy wave out of my sword. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then it has the god finger protector on either arm, which we talked. Um, so, uh, the actual claws are, are used directly to gouge out the eyes of the Nero Gundam during a rematch as well, should note. So they can't, they do have function, it's just they only get used, like, once. Um, so, for its ultimate attacks, because this is a G Gundam suit, uh, we have the Bakunetsu Godfinger, or Erupting Godfinger. Uh, it focuses its energy into its hand, the hand in this one it starts glowing red, uh, and then uh, it, you know, can grab the head, it can grab the torso, and do all kinds of stuff. 
Um, like with the shining finger, the finger joints come off and the manipulator is covered with a liquid metal from the joints. I didn't realize that's what was happening when it does the finger split. I thought it was just cool. But that works. Uh, and yeah, it, it uh, can plunge the enemy into a head. Uh, it, but more commonly, as mentioned, uh, it actually grabs them in like the chest and then does the heat end, which uh, discharges the energy from the hand which, you know, blows up the mobile suit on the other side of the hand, which is pretty fucking cool. I think this is cooler than Shining Finger, honestly. I, I just think the heat end is neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you do have... Okay, there is Bakunetsu Godslash, which is focuses the power into a single beam sword, charges forward and slices the opponent in half. Okay, well, that doesn't sound like a technique. That just sounds like you slashed him with the... Whatever. Whatever. You can call, you can call anything a technique. Yeah, I guess you can. Uh, the Sekiha Tenkyoken, which we mentioned earlier, but is basically... Uh, we've mentioned it in, in, in the Master Gundam episode, but uh, it fires a big ball and destroys everything. Mm-hmm. However, it also has the Sekiha Tenkyo Godfinger, where the Godfinger is used during the Sekiha Tenkyoken and produces a giant energy hand that grabs and crushes the opponent. Uh... It's technically followed by a variation of the heat end technique, though I think that's a very generous calling it that, because it basically just uh, it turns the the Sekiha Tenkyoken into a giant hand, and it just grabs the enemy, and then it explodes, <laughs> um, which is cool. Then we have uh, uh the Burger King summoning ritual, the Sekiha Love Love Tenkyoken. So so uh. This is a video game-only one, uh, the Sekiha Kyokyoku Tenkyoken, which is performed by the God Gundam and the Master Gundam. And what they do is they both do the Tenkyo Godfinger on opposite sides of the opponent, which crushes the opponent between two giant energy fists, which, that's pretty cool. I'm sad we didn't get to see that in the anime. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been nice, but, you know. Uh, does also have the Bunshin Sapo God Shadow, which it uses once- which is, uh, it can create multiple copies of itself by using its energy from the hyper mode. It creates after images with mass. Uh, seems like the kind of thing you'd want to use more than once to me, but, you know. Yeah, well, the problem is a lot of these things only get used once. <laughs> yeah. Like the God Slash Typhoon, a variation of the God Slash where the God Gundam spins like a top, followed by a variation of the Heat End, used once against George DeSand to counter his Rose Hurricane. Uh, a lot of techniques, if you remember watching G Gundam, uh, I mean, that's the thing, right? He gets to do the shonen one and done. Like, oh, I came up with this cool plan, and I'm going to do it, and this is the only time it gets used. Yeah. Uh, the God Field Dash, used once against Argo. The wing emitters increase in power, increasing propulsion while in hyper mode. Uh, it, it moves fast in hyper mode. You don't have to make that a technique. <laughs> Whatever. I agree with uh, you. Chokyu Hao Denaden. Uh... Charges its entire body with energy and launches in the form of a massive ball of energy. Is that just, uh, is that the, uh, hurricane thing that, like, the Master Gundam does, too? Like, where it just spins the body, basically, and then... The, the Psycho Crusher? Out? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Bison calls it's it the Psycho, psycho Crusher, crusher yeah. but it's a Psycho Crusher. It is. Either that or, uh, either that or it's a common Rider Meteor, you know, Henshin. Zakaretsu Gaia Crusher, a technique borrowed from Argo Golski, 
is used in the battle royale. Sorry for just reading from the wiki directly, by the way. I mean, there's just too fucking many of these. You've got to. <laughs> yeah. By tapping into the power of the Shuffle Alliance crest, the God Gundam strikes the ground with its fist, tri triggering a seismic upheaval that raises the rocks around the God Gundam. This was used to create a tunnel for Domon to escape to confront the Devil Gundam. And then you have the Bakunetsu Shafuru Dome Ken. Or, oh, Shuffle. Okay, that's what that is. Like, what the heck is Shafuru? I've never heard that Japanese word. Oh, wait a minute, it's Shuffle. Uh, <laughs> Bakunetsu Shuffle uh, Dome Ken. Uh, the Erupting Shuffle Alliance Fist. Uh, again, just a big... They fire a big ball of energy because they're all together. And it's <laughs> the, the team Kamehameha. And they use it once. Yep. Fair enough. No, here would, here would be the really cool thing. All right? Here's... Okay, I'm just going to borrow from, from Dragon Ball Z because I don't give a shit. Right? What you do is okay. you have the fight going on and, I know, like, have, I don't know, some Shuffle Alliance member, I don't really give a shit who have their arm damaged, and also have the God Gundam's arm damaged. And then, so, they need two arms to do it, and so they, they each use each other's arm to do it. Mm. To do the, to do the fucking, uh, uh, Sekiha Tenkyoken. God, that'd actually be kind of cool. It'd be sick! Better than, better than that. Better than the normal one, which is, we kind of roll around each other, uh, while, while reciting along, uh, you know, finishing move mantra, and then we fire a big ball. Yep. I love balls. Um, oh, and I guess technically there is one other piece of equipment we didn't talk about, because uh, the God Gundam rides around on Foon Psyche at the end. <laughs> That's it. That's true. That's true. Uh, see see our Master Psyche. Gundam episode for talking about Foon Psyche. Foon Psyche's great. Yeah. Uh, and then there's only, like, one variant listed here, which is the uh, Gundam God Master. Oh, and I guess there's a Hyper God Gundam. I don't know what the that is i guess that's gf14 that's for gundam fight 14 okay um oh that was in uh mobile suit or sorry mobile fighter g gundam side story the next generation it is used by domon student okay well, uh we don't have enough I information clicked, about that and and i was gonna say i clicked on the manga it looks like uh it just looks like the god gundam again almost with a couple of changes but it's very similar yeah, um, and and I don't think either of us are like you know. There's times where like there are no there's no link on on the wiki, but you know like Dylan or I. Let's be honest. Usually Dylan is like, well, but I know this machine. That's not going to happen with G Gundam. <laughs> no. Um. Uh. We did talk about the Godmaster during the uh, Master Gundam episode, I believe. Right? Do you remember? I don't think we did. Oh, we didn't. Well, I guess we have to talk about that too then. Mm -hmm. Fuck! This is a long G Gundam episode. Shit! I didn't think it would be a long one, but now I'm looking at the time. I'm like, huh? I mean, we've talked about more major mobile suits than any other time, but uh, well, this is from uh Tri Age, which is a card game. Uh, not based on Gundam Age, by the way. It's just Gundam Tri. Because I guess, like, I think there's other Tri Age games uh besides Gundam. But anyway, it's a card game. It's like you know, you buy the card packs and you scan them in the arcade machine. Anyway, this is an original unit. Um, so, the Godmaster is not actually... So, I guess it's only based on the God Gundam. Yeah, we didn't talk about it with the Master Gundam episode. It does have, like, similarities to the Master in that it is created from uh, DG cells. But I guess it's just a God Gundam variant, right? That's why we didn't talk about it. Um, so, uh, this is a weird one. Uh, this is a God Gundam where the head has been changed a little. It still has the double mohawk. 
has some extra parts basically beneath the v-fin connecting them to the head uh mm-hmm. it always it looks like cat ears to me is the problem like it looks like it has just gundam kitty ears happening yeah like the just the yellow bit uh then you go down uh the, the color scheme of the suit has been changed to like a black gold red and blue uh which is kind of an interesting color scheme. Uh, as you go to the shoulders, like the left arm, you have uh, red. The right arm, you have blue. And, you know, you've got a bigger cover for the Godfinger, which is kind of cool. Um, you've got to make it you got to make it bigger. It's not a Godfinger anymore. Um, mm-hmm. You move down. You've got a uh, fucking some kind of title belt happening here that has G on it, which is pretty good with wings it's, on either side. It's all right. Uh, it's all right. It's got um, it's got golden side skirts with golden beam savers and golden holsters because it has to have the effect of having like you know a golden belt. Uh, same motif of the red and blue though on either side of the skirt armor and on the lower legs. Nothing really special to talk about there. And then the backpack is, what if we took the God Gundam backpack and made it edgy? It's like more like you know spiky and wingsy. Yep. And it also has the red and blue motif. Um, so, other things about this Gundam. Uh, it's energy manipulation circle. Learning from Metal Gear Solid 3 and the Patriot realized, wait, if we want infinite energy, we'll just put two of these in the shape of an infinity symbol (laughs) in the chest. And now we have infinite energy. Uh, so, uh, it's various things. So it has the Vulcans, it has machine cannons, no one gives a shit, it has beam swords, who cares? Um... We have the God Devil Slash, actually, also, which is, uh, instead of having God Slash, it's called the God Devil Slash. Uh, it has the Horetsu Devil Finger, or Exploding Devil Finger, uh, which uses, I believe, the left arm? Yeah, because all the red ones are the devil things, and the right ones are the god things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it has Sokyoku, or, yeah, Sokyoku God Devil Finger, or the way they translate this is Bipolar God Devil Finger, which is, uh... Okay, God Gundam activates the Horetsu Devil Finger, then focuses more energy into its right hand to activate the God Finger, and then grasps the hands together, turning the whole body into a uh, hyper-mode gold. Then the go- uh, the Gundam Godmaster strikes the Devil Finger at the enemy's chest, followed by the God Finger, and releases the energy in the form of a powerful energy blast at point-blank range. Upon activating the hyper-mode, the left eye of the ma- Godmaster Gundam glows r- is red, and then the right eye glows blue. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, admit, I don't. I don't hate this design. I don't hate it. Uh, the, the 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 G is a little silly. Um, it getting the ears. I know what it's supposed to be evoking. It's supposed to be evoking the Master Gundam's head. How it has like you know those antenna that jut out all the way. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what that's supposed to be evoking. Um, because again, this is supposed to be like a God Gundam that was infected by Devil Gundam cells and evolved into a new form. And the idea is cool. I like the opposing like you know like arms like the opposing fingers mm-hmm. um but you know video game variation not a lot to say about it it's just kind of fun it exists um but okay now do we want to talk about the novel <laughs> or is there another god gun variant i'm missing there, no that's everything is... i mean okay it's up to you now dylan uh we went 50 minutes on shining i would love to talk about nobel but you know do you think it would talk take a while? I, I think it would take a while because there's, you know, there, there is. The Nobel has more things that we could talk about. Yes. Okay. We will save the Nobel then. I am sorry for anyone excited for that. We will warn you ahead of time in the description that we talk about this and it's bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can end this one here. And if you're down, 
I guess we could do a bonus episode. I would love to do a bonus episode. But for now, uh, thank you everyone for putting up with me clumsily talking about G Gundam along with Six, because uh, as you may tell, I mean, I guess we did good. We, we did 50 minutes. This is our longest G Gundam episode yet. We covered a lot of fucking suits, though. Mm-hmm. Basically, every Neo-Japan suit that could possibly exist, uh, it's done. Um, but, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at LowPolyRobot. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's Dylan. That's, that's me out. Uh, Six, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at SixDetmar, S-I-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Uh, you can find my work at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. And I have a special message to all the G fans out there. Uh, I know sometimes we, we talk some smack about G Gundam and you're, you're, you're feeling vengeful, right? But listen, you shouldn't come after me. You intend to shoot your own brother? God damn it. Um, <laughs> the thing is, okay, I don't actually despise <laughs> Dylan, you've done this talk like this seven thing. times. Just let it go. I know, I know, but I don't want people to think I hate it. I just don't like talking about the suits. I get worried. I just get worried. I don't want to make anyone mad. I'm not here. Look, I'm not doing a robot show to make people mad. I want to be happy. Anyway. Peace. Peace.